up, everybody? Welcome to the No Big Deal podcast, an MMA podcast where me, your host, the Ween Dog, breaks down upcoming and past UFC fights. I'm glad to be here. I had a um, traumatic weekend um, thanks to uh, the brilliant the brilliant writers of Game of Thrones. Um, so if you don't if you don't know, I'm a huge huge nerd i love i love nerdy movies television shows you know harry potter lord of the rings star wars all that stuff i'm a huge gamer i'm deep into the lore of all of these fantasy worlds dude i'm deep i just i'm i think i'm just someone who loves entertainment i i love all forms of entertainment i don't care what genre of movies what genre of music i love everything i love to you know wrap my mind around these stories and worlds to the point where it's unhealthy like after i just rewatched all the harry potter movies and reread the books i'm actually in the middle of rereading the books but i decided that i'm gonna buy every single character's wand um from the from the uh, book in the movies and it's uh it's very uh it's it's a very stupid uh, way to spend your money but you know what I got to collect some. I don't really collect much so why not start with the Harry Potter ones. But recently I have been obsessed with Game of Thrones because the the 8th and final season had just they, god Lucy just sneezed all over my bare feet. The 8th and final season of Game of Thrones started just what 6 weeks ago and I, you know, it's been like a year or two since the last season. They took a major, major break uh, from creating the show. Uh, well, not creating the show, but major break from airing the show. Um, I guess to put to put more effort into making these huge, monstrous episodes of this season. Which you know, you can, if, when you see episodes like three and five, you can see like, damn, this shit must have taken a while. This is like a, it's hour and a half of just pure action, nonstop action, and big battle scenes. You can understand why it would take a long long time to make all this stuff so i started i watched uh episode one of season eight and i'm like damn i got it i mean i'm kind of kind of hazy in my game of thrones knowledge you know it's been so long since i even watched or read anything about game of thrones so i became obsessed once again with the show and i i bought all the books i bought the entire book collection i'm reading the first book i'm halfway through the first book and i love it i love how the show was able to i'm talking about the um in terms of the first season the show was able to brilliantly follow the book and not leave out any big plot points or anything like that it was it it follows the book brilliantly and i am enjoying reading the book um, and I'm also rewatching the first season with my girlfriend because she has never seen Game of Thrones, believe it or not. And I'm sure many of you guys haven't seen it either. Um, if you if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, if you don't give a fuck about Game of Thrones, just fast forward uh, like 10 minutes or so. And if you want to avoid spoilers, because I'm going to talk a little bit about the final episode and what I, you know, just my opinion on the finale of the series. Um, and how everything ended. So if you just want to avoid spoilers or anything like that, just fast forward like 10 minutes into the episode or so. Maybe go to like the 15 minute mark and see if I'm talking about fights or anything like that. I'm not too sure how long I'm going to be on the subject. Probably not too long. Um, 
But yeah, I'm enjoying re-watching the series with my girlfriend. I'm enjoying reading the books. I'm getting a kick out of it. I actually read like three chapters of the book a day, which is unheard of from me. I, you know, I normally hate reading. Actually, I don't hate reading. It's just, it's very, very tedious when you have a giant 800-page book and it just feels like it's never going to end. But I really, really love reading this book. And what I would normally do is listen to the audiobook uh, versions because you can get it done faster. You can listen to them while you're driving, while you're out in a about but i'm actually just reading the book like it's fucking 1732 you know what i'm saying and i did buy the audiobook for the first um uh, entry of the series book one i haven't listened to it yet uh, i'm probably gonna listen to it whenever i'm just out driving or whatever i really don't care for the audiobook i just got it because my, i had a free token and audible so you know what let me just freaking fucking duck and buy the first book dude and that's it what i did so i have it an audio version, no big deal. So let's get into what my opinion of the series finale. So I'm just going to come out and say it very bluntly and just, I just got to say it. This was, um, this was the worst series finale of any show of all time. They say, Wing Dog, what about Dexter? What about Lost? What about this? What about that? Okay, those those series finales sucked very, very bad. They are awful, awful endings to these magnificent shows. But we're talking about the greatest, most epic show of all time. $15 million to make an episode. Each cast member or most of the important cast members are making a million an episode. So, I, you know, I heard that, um, like, Arya and Sansa, Sansa those actors, um, only made, like, $190,000 an episode, which is still, you know, amazing. But Arya killed the fucking Night King, dude. She deserves a lot more than that. In terms of the greatest show of all time, to have an episode... To conclude the series like that was just embarrassing, dude. It was so, so bad. It might be the worst episode of Game of Thrones ever. It was definitely the worst episode of the season 8. It was definitely the worst episode of season 7. It's definitely the worst episode of season 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Just garbage, dog shit, terrible writing, terrible fan service, just terrible everything. Now, the two creators, well, I guess creators slash writers of the show, the two Dave, David Weinman, or David, whatever the fuck their dumbass names are, I guess George R.R. Martin told him like a rough, you know, outline of how the story was going to wrap up. All right, we're going to have Bran become king. Uh, Sansa is going to become queen of the north. Uh, Arya is going to go on our sailboat and travel the world. And Jon is going to go up to the Night's Watch and become a wildling or whatever the fuck happened. I guess they gave him that outline. Maybe he said, it's up to you guys to just fill in the blanks. You know, Daenerys is going to die. Jon's going to kill Daenerys, blah, blah, blah. All right, that's fine. The problem is, is that they horribly, horribly, horrifically rushed the entire season they fucked up by not having two more seasons they fucked up by wanting the writers i'm talking about they fucked up by wanting to go make star wars movies and they said fuck it you know I'm, we've been doing this show for eight years seven years whatever it was we gotta wrap this shit up dude we, we got the offer to make star wars in 2020 we gotta wrap this shit up dude so that's what they did 
They wrapped everything up. Everything that was supposed to be in season eight, nine, and ten, they just crammed it all into season eight. And that was dumb. That was the dumbest idea they could have ever done because the show feels rushed. It, there's terrible writing. There's a shit ton of plot holes. There's a bunch of unanswered questions. There's a bunch of shit that doesn't make sense. It just leaves a horrible, horrible taste in your mouth. So I'm just I'm just talking off the top of my head. I don't have like a list of the shit that I that could have been better or the shit that should have happened. I don't have a list. So I'm just gonna go briefly off the top of my head. So first of all, in this series finale, there's about 45 minutes of just characters walking and staring at shit. Literally, watch the first like 15 minutes of the show. There, it's, it takes that long before even someone even says anything. It's so bad. It's so boring. It's dull. It's not creative. It's just very, very disappointing. There's a lot of continuity errors, a lot of dumb shit, how um, Grey Worm somehow uh, teleports around King's Landing. Um, they had the altercation between Grey Worm and Jon Snow where he's, you know, Grey Worm was about to execute all of the, um, the, uh, the guards and the, the knights of uh, King's Landing. They had all surrendered. They're on their knees. And then John's like, where's your order? Or whatever the fuck he said. Um, and then he goes to uh, Daenerys, who's on top of her uh, castle, the top of the steps, the a thousand flight of st uh, steps. And then John goes up there and somehow Grey Worm is already there. So he just teleported and beat Jon Snow to Daenerys. <sighs> it was just so dumb, dude. It was just very, very depressing, you know. Tyrion, he says, fuck being the hand. He gets uh, put in prison. Jon comes talk to Tyrion. Some bullshit happened there. You know, what, would you have done it, Jon? I don't know. Come on, Jon. You're fucking Jon Snow, dude. And then immediately after that, John, it shows Jon Snow going to kill Daenerys. And then the dragon comes after he stabs her. The dragon looks at Jon. He's like, bruh. And then he fucking blows fire all over the throne and melts the throne. Dude, that was fucking retarded. They, they, like, personify the dragon so much to where it's almost cringy and it, like, breaks the fourth wall. And it's just, it's so dumb. It's so cringy. Really? The dragon burned and melted the throne? Really? That is so, so dumb. I cannot believe that happened. It would have been a million times better if the dragon just went berserk and just tried to kill John, blew flames on John, but since he's a Targaryen and the rightful heir to the throne, John doesn't melt, and then John just fucking jumps up and stabs the dragon in the head or some shit. Some crazy shit like that. Instead of the dragon melting the throne, picking up Daenerys, and then flying off to bumfuck who the give what the fuck cares land, whatever the fuck. He just flies away with Daenerys, and that's the last time we see Drogon. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? Oh my god. So then, so then, fucking Grey Worm, maybe we fast forward in the future, John's a prisoner, Grey Worm walks Jon Snow to the council of all the lords and of the seven kingdoms, they're all sitting there and... I thought they were about to execute Tyrion. I thought of the big-ass freaking dragon was about to come out and execute Tyrion or some shit. I, don't, I thought they were gonna for sure about to kill Tyrion right there. And honestly, I, I mean, I honestly don't even remember why Grey Worm brought Tyrion to, like, talk to the lords or whatever. I probably just tuned out at that point. But Grey Worm's like, 
you know, Tyrion tries to talk or whatever, and Grey Worm is like, silence, you're a prisoner, you can't talk, shut the fuck up, blah, blah, blah. And then two seconds later, he allows Tyrion to get, go on this big-ass rant to, you know, convince everybody to pick a new king and all this bullshit. And like, really? Grey Worm, you literally just threatened Tyrion for talking, and now you're letting him go on this big-ass speech about picking a king of the Seven Kingdoms? Oh my god! And so at this point, I'm like, alright, so this, you know, I might, you have my interest once again, you know, picking a new king? Alright, sweet. Who could it be? Well, let's look on the, let's look on the panel of, uh, of contestants. There's, uh, fucking Bran, the retarded kid, who nobody likes, who's had two lines the entire series, who has no emotion, no personality, who just turns into a fucking crow. Not even turns into a crow, he just sees through a crow's eyeballs. Okay, uh... Not big to the story, no big deal. Uh, no, we thought that Bran would eventually become the Night King. No, that didn't turn out. Uh, that was false. Um, so, no, definitely not going to pick Bran because he's fucking the dumbest character on the show. Um, there's Arya. I can see Arya becoming uh, a queen, even though, you know, but then you remember she doesn't want that. She says, I'm not a lady. I'm a, you know, I'm a fighter. I'm a knight. I'm a fucking badass. Kill the fucking Night King. What else do you want from me? So, it's probably not going to be Arya. There's Sansa. I can see Sansa, Sansa, what the fuck her name is. I can see her being queen. That's what she's wanted all along ever since she was a young girl. She wanted to marry Prince Joffrey so she could be queen. And that's all she really cared about was being queen. So I can see her. And in her mature uh, age, she, uh, you know, I can, she's, she gives off that queen vibe when she, now that she's older in the show. I can, I can definitely see it. And she's a lot hotter. Um, she's snazzy. She's sassy. She's fucking, you know, a ginger, whatever the fuck. All right, so I can see, I can see her, and then there's Sam at the end, and Sam is probably my favorite character in the entire show. He's he's smart, he's adorable, he's fat. You just love him, dude. He's had such a great progression throughout the show, and so I thought it wouldn't be anybody else other than those like four people. I can't even remember who else was sitting there. I can't remember their names, but it was the um. um Caitlin, Caitlin Stark's nephew, the retarded boy who sucked on his mom, his mom's titties since he was like, up until he was 15 years old. Um, some other motherfuckers, Sansa's um, uncle, um, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know their fucking names, dude. But let's just say it had to be between those four contestants. It was Sansa, Arya, Sam, maybe Bran of Tarth. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So I'm like, all right, all right, this this is it. Maybe Tyrion. Maybe Tyrion might elect himself as president, or not as president, but as king. I wouldn't even mind that. King Tyrion, fuck yeah, the midget king. That's fucking badass. So what do they pick? They uh, they uh, well, I guess Tyrion fucking picks for everybody. He goes on another speech on why they should pick fucking Bran to be the king. He said, Bran, who's had, who has a better story than Bran the Broken? All right, so there's two, two things that are really, really dumb about that sentence that he said. Who has a better story than Bran the Broken? The first thing he said is, who has a better story? Um, dude, fucking everybody on the entire show has a better story than Bran. Just because he fell and broke his neck and he's a cripple does not mean he has a better story. Dude. You know who has a better story? Jon fucking Snow. You know who has a better story? Arya fucking Stark. 
Fucking, I would rather have Ghost, the direwolf, be the fucking king. Ghost has a better fucking story than Bran, the broken. Second thing was stupid about that sentence was the name he chose to give Bran. Bran the broken. Dude, that's fucking fucked up, dude. You're not Tyrion the fucking midget. I guess he's Tyrion the imp. I mean, I don't know if that's his real name. But imagine if the if he was if Tyrion was elected king and his king name was just Tyrion the imp. Bran the broken? Bran the fucking vegetable? Bran the fucking dumb, retarded kid who can't walk? What the hell, dude? Bran the broken? That's literally the worst name. How about Bran the crow? Bran the fucking bull cut, son of a bitch, bastard, whatever the hell's name is. Anything could have been better than Bran the Broken. That was just so dumb. And so somehow miraculously, 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 whatever the fuck that word is, miraculously, Grey Worm hasn't slit Tyrion's throat yet. He's allowed him to go on a five minute long speech, even though he literally just said silence or about to fuck you up. He's a prisoner, by the way. He's also a prisoner because he betrayed Daenerys and all this shit. Um, so everyone votes for Bran to become the fucking king of the Seven Kingdoms. Also, Sansa's like, uh, yeah, my retired brother's gonna be king. Um, let's just uh, let's ha- let's keep the North as its own kingdom and let's uh, pull out from the Seven Kingdoms. So the North is gonna be its own kingdom. Winterfell's gonna be its own kingdom. I'm gonna be queen. So yeah, and none of the other lords were like, yeah, um, I kind of want that too. If this uh, retarded dude's gonna be king, uh, no, everybody was just fine with Sansa being like, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're good. We're going to be our own thing. And that was stupid. And so that's that. Jon Snow is a prisoner. And they talked about, uh, you know, what about Jon Snow? Oh, um, yeah. Well, he killed the, he killed Daenerys. Um, so, you know, everybody's pissed off. The, the Dothraki are pissed off. The, um, the Unsullied are pissed off. So, you know, we, we got to punish Jon Snow. What should we do? What should we do to Jon Snow, who the entire show has been about for eight seasons? Every single episode has basically been about Jon Snow. That's the that's the one we've fallen in love with. That's the guy we root for in every episode. He's won our hearts. Fucking Jon Snow. What should we do to punish him? First of all, do you have to announce to the entire fucking world that Jon Snow killed Daenerys? Why couldn't he just been like... Uh, I fucking killed you. Now I'm just gonna slip away into the shadows. I wasn't here. No one saw anything. No big deal. Just, uh, you know, turn the other cheek. Why didn't he just, why couldn't he just do that? You know? Did he, did Jon Snow come out and just announce to everybody that he killed the queen? That he killed Daenerys? Did he turn himself into Grey Worm? I don't know. They didn't show any of that. All we know is that he's a prisoner. He's a fucking prisoner. And now they have to decide his punishment. All right, what's the punishment for John? Oh, let's just send him back to the Night's Watch. Really? You're sending him back to the Night's Watch, dude? When there's literally nothing else to defend the kingdom from? There's there's no more White Walkers. Then what the fuck are you going to defend the kingdom from? Wildlings? Oh, no, the Wildlings are not good. How about fucking, like... Evil lemurs and sloths and shit. Deer. Deer with rabies. Or some... What are you defending the kingdom from? Why is there even a Night's Watch? You know the Night's Watch is basically a prison? It's basically where they send fucking degenerates and just awful people to go defend the wall. The wall has a big-ass hole in it. 
There's no more dragons. There's nothing. There's literally nothing unless there's some other mythical creatures that we don't know about. They talk about these like weird. I, they mention different things beyond the wall. These weird creatures, but I just, I just don't know, dude. That's just so stupid. And so it comes to the point after that scene where the Stark, the Stark children are finally reunited. They're all together, and they're saying goodbye. John comes and he says goodbye to. Uh, Bran the Broken, he's dressed up in his badass blue outfit. He's sitting in his wheelchair. He's a dumb haircut now. And uh, this is like the last moment of the Starks ever being together. And so they all say where they're going to go, what they're going to do. And, you know, Arya says that she's going to become a sailor and go explore the West. Um, which is, you know, I get it, but did she really have to leave at that time? Couldn't she have just stayed with her family or something for a little bit longer? What, is she like 16 in the show right now? You really have to go on a boat and explore the world? You can't just like take it easy? You literally just killed the fucking Night King. You can't take a vacation or just go like fucking, you know, bang some whores or something, some man whores or something. So I get it. That's what Arya always wanted was to go be an explorer and do badass shit. But it just that something about Arya just going off like that and becoming a sailor was just kind of felt dumb and left the bad taste in my mouth. Um, uh, Sansa, she becomes queen. She she looks super sexy in the final shot of Sansa's scene. Um, when she's a queen, she's sitting on the throne. She has like that fiery red hair, the bright, bright blue eyes. And she looks very, very sexy right there. Bran is the fucking king. And they have that scene where Tyrion, he's like pushing in the chairs, which was like a 45 second long scene, huge waste of screen time, extremely stupid, especially in the last like two minutes of the show. Very, very dumb. And so the council, the council of the, the six now kingdoms come in, you know, there's um Braun and all these dudes, the Lord of the ships or whatever the fuck their roles were. Uh, Sam is the, the master of whispers, or the no, he's the grand grand maester. Sam is a grand maester. Um, that was stupid. It was like a it was like a stupid little sitcomy moment where everybody's like cheerful. Yeah, uh, our whole entire kingdom has been destroyed by a dragon. There's literally nothing left. There's a huge pile of ashes. But you know what? Uh, let's just sit here and just laugh and you know, no big deal. Just laugh it off. You know, no big deal. We have a retarded guy as our king. No big deal. Um, Sir Podrick or whatever the hell's name is going to have to wipe the king's ass for the next uh, 70 years. No big deal. So that was stupid. I thought that was a big waste. And now, um, so then it shows the very, very final, final scene of the show is Jon Snow at the Night's Watch. He reunites with Ghost, his dire wolf. And, you know, there's Tormund there. Tormund doesn't even have one line in the entire episode, even though we see him. He's a fan favorite. And... So you think Jon Snow is just going to be sitting there at, uh, at the the Night's Watch? I forgot was it Castle Black? I don't know which one, which, which specific area it was. He's just going to be sitting there for the next fucking a hundred years of his life until he dies. He's going to be old, bitter Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. But no, he immediately just leaves the Night's Watch and becomes a wildling, dude. What? They show him and all the wildlings leaving the leaving the. Um, that gate that leads out to the north beyond the wall. And he's just walking out, or he's on his horse, rather. He's walking, or he's 
he's riding out with the wildlings into the woods to the middle of nowhere. And that's Jon Snow's story. Dude, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, that was so, so dumb. It would. I saw someone comment that it would make sense if Ygritte... His uh, former wildling lover, the girl that took his virginity, I think she took his virginity. It would make sense if she was still alive and she was like there. So it, that would I would have been 100% okay if it was like a nice love story at the end where him and Egret get reunited and they go on and be wildlings together or whatever. I would have loved that. Jon Snow, he found he has a happy ending. Pretty much all the other characters have happy endings. But Jon Snow got fucked, dude. He got fucked. He has the worst ending of any protagonist in any movie or TV show ever. Even worse than Heisenberg from Breaking Bad, dude. This was just awful. So all of that, all of the seasons of Game of Thrones, all of the big epic battles between the, the different houses and Jon Snow and all this shit, all of that, all of that was just for Jon Snow to be kicked out of King's Landing to get denied the opportunity to be king, which she was obviously the rightful heir to the throne, being a Targaryen and everything. He gets kicked out, he gets punished basically for something stupid as fuck, for killing the Mad Queen. Jamie kills the Mad King. What happens? Nobody gives a fuck. They praise him and make him hand to the hand of Robert. Not the hand, but, you know, whatever he was. Not the, yeah, it was, he wasn't the hand of Robert, but, you know, he gets all the praise and he gets the title, the King Slayer. John kills a crazy bitch who just burnt down an entire city and now they banish him from the realms, dude. What kind of fucking story is that? And at least he, he's reunited with Ghost. But at this point, Ghost is like, what, 10 years old? Probably about to die in a week. And you're going out to beyond the, the wall where there's no dog food to hunt and feed, you know. It's just stupid. It was such a disappointing story. So, so sad. And you look, you, you might look at it and be like, oh, all the Stark children, they all, you know, became what they ultimately, ultimately wanted. You know, Jon Snow, he's not the king. Every, literally everybody wanted Jon to be king. Um, yeah, so what? You know, he he belongs out with the wild wings. He belongs in the wall. That's just who he, that's what he always wanted. Really, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? And also, also, all of the Stark children... They're all separate. They're all separated now. The entire Stark family is divided. None of them are together or with each other. They're all separate. They're all spread out through all of Westeros. And now, who knows where Arya is? She's probably her ship probably sank a mile off of the fucking from the docks, dude. Who the hell? No one's ever gonna hear from Arya ever again. That's depressing. Bran is king. That's I mean, you got that going for you. It's like having a having one of your siblings be like a super like giant movie star like imagine if your brother was Dwayne the Rock Johnson that's basically who Bran is to his uh sisters and then John and whoever the fuck else is left so all right so Bran is the Night King uh all right whatever Sansa is the Queen of the North who the fuck is up who the who the fuck else is up north with Sansa is it just her by herself no family no friends or anything it's just her what the fuck dude who is her hand? Who's her hand to the queen? I don't know. Maybe I missed him. Maybe I'm missing a bunch of shit. But my point is the entire Stark family is fucking divided and probably will never see each other ever again. 
Jon Snow is going to become a fucking Sasquatch in the fucking woods. And fucking... Literally the only the only Stark children who have a chance of seeing each other now is Sansa and um, Bran. Oh, you want to go see your brother? All right, let's go on a, a fucking four-week uh, horse ride to the King's Landing. Oh, wait, but it's a giant pile of ashes. Uh, maybe I'll just stay here in the north where it's negative 80 degrees. I don't know. This is just very dumb, 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 dumb ending. Oh my god, dude. I'm heated. I'm heated. Hopefully when the actual books come out, I think there's two more books that are supposed to be released um, that actually go into detail about this story, how everything plays out. I am sure that will explain everything and it will lead up. The, the Basically, the lead up will be a lot more... It'll make a lot more sense, I guess. It's just this was awful. This was so disappointing. Oh my god. Anyways, alright, I'm done with Game of Thrones. Let's move on, dude. I'm I'm literally like my body temperature is like 200 degrees right now. I'm heated. Let's go over some fights. Um I, we, we can briefly talk about the fights that just recently happened. Kevin Lee versus Dos Anjos. It was a good card. A lot of uh, there's a lot of finishes, not too many decisions, but overall, it was a good card. Kevin Lee, he came out, uh, looked all right, and then he just gassed out, and then RDA got the submission. All right, Kevin Lee, you've lost three out of your last four fights, uh, and this is him moving up to 170. Um, so. You're inevitably, inevitably, inevitably gonna have some kind of issue when you move up or go down to a weight class. You always see it, or sometimes you just look a hundred percent better if like you move up or whatever it is you're doing. But RDA also came out and said when he moved up to 170 pounds, he had gas tank issues also. So maybe for Kevin Lee, maybe he can stick at 170, but just you know, give it some time, get a couple fights, and or change your camps, do whatever you need to do, dude. But I'm sure he will get back on his feet in no time. But props to RDA. He's fucking one hell of a, fu- hell of a fighter. Uh, Megan Anderson got choked out in the first round of her fight. That was very, very surprising. I feel very bad for Megan. Um, you know, she is, she's fighting a girl who was making her UFC debut. So props to that girl. You know, she showed what she's capable of on the ground. She's a very big threat. It's very impressive taking down someone who's like a foot taller than you. So props to that girl. I don't even know her name. Um, it's really like all I can remember from that card, dude. I'm just still so heated from Game of Thrones. Why don't we just actually go look at the card? I'll just cover the, um, the main card of Dos Anjos versus Lee. And then we'll get deep, deep into, um, our, our next upcoming card, which is Anthony Smith versus Alexander Gustafsson. Carl's Jr. fought Ian Heinish. Um, I thought for sure, for sure, Carl Carl's Jr. was gonna come in and pull off the dub, get an easy submission win um, over Ian. But Ian had great defense, great takedown defense, great submission defense, and he just pulled out the dub. Very impressed with Ian Heinish. All right, we talked about Ian Anderson. Or right, the girl that beat her was Felicia Spencer. Okay, Vince Luque versus Derek Krantz. Um, I said before, and I'll say it again. If it's your UFC debut and you're coming in, you're coming into a fight on short notice, like another fighter pulled out, 
two weeks uh, before his fight, and now the UFC is calling you. You're unknown. You know, it's like you gotta accept the fight, and you gotta go out there and make a name for yourself. I got into a debate with Adam saying that if it's your debut, you gotta go crazy, dude. And you're, if if it's especially on a, a short notice, you gotta go crazy. You gotta put on a show. You gotta show the world that you're a crazy son of a bitch. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. You gotta be entertaining because that's how fans remember you. It's not, in my opinion, this is all my opinion. It's it's not impressive when you go out there, let's say you're a good wrestler, and you just wrestle somebody, hold them up against the fence, or hold them down on the ground for the entire round without doing much. You're just securing the rounds. If you do that on your debut, it looks very, very bad, dude. It, it lose, You're immediately losing fans when you don't even have fans. So Derek Krantz, I'm a fan of him because he came out swinging. He came out doing crazy shit. So that's what you got to do. That's how you get another fight booked because people now know you're a crazy bitch. Charles Oliveira versus Nick Lentz. Charles Oliveira is on a goddamn tear. He looks like the fucking Brazilian Tony Ferguson. He fights like an animal. Uh, amazing jiu-jitsu, and his stand-up has come such a long way. Very impressed with Charles Oliveira. I think he uh, should make a run for the title. Well, I don't even know. Was this 145, dude? Is he in 145 or 155? Charles Oliveira. Um... This is uh, the UFC's website, so I'm gonna have to do some fucking the go into their source code and see the answer to this because they just they don't like to post this shit. Um, yeah, it doesn't even say what weight class it was on the um, on their website, but you know what? That's okay. Who gives a fuck? Charles Oliveira. I think he's 145 because he looks so small, and skinny. So, yeah, I think he has a legit chance or no, and a legit reason to make a title run right now because he's looking unbeatable, dude. Lucy, you're snoring. Everybody can hear it. I'm sure they can hear it. I know they can hear it because I edit this podcast and I can hear your loud-ass snores in the background throughout the entire episode. Davey Ramos versus Austin Hubbard. Hubbard. I don't even think I saw that fight, so who gives a fuck? All right, let's move on to... The next UFC event, which is, I don't know if it's this weekend, um, it's Saturday, June 1st. Is that this Saturday? No, that's next, that's next Saturday. So we have a week off from UFC fights. Let's just go on and break down this card really quick, and then we'll wrap up the show so everybody can get on with their lives, dude. So let's look at the prelims of this card. There's Joel Alvarez versus Danilo Beluardo. That's a fucking badass name, so I'm going to go with Beluardo. They have no pictures of these fighters on the UFC website. Darko Stosic versus Devin Clark. I got Darko fucking Stosic. That's a badass name. Um, He looks like his name would be Darko also. Also, fighting on the prelims is B, uh, B. Malecki versus Eduarda. Fuck, her name is Eduarda Santana. I'm going to go with B. Uh, Malecki. Uh, Nick Hine versus Frank Camacho. I'll go with Nick Hine in that fight. I'll say via decision. Stevie Ray versus Leonardo Santos. I got Stevie Ray. Tanya Evinger versus Lena Landsberg. I'm going to go with Lena Landsberg via decision. Uh, just based off Tanya Evinger's interview 
uh, on our podcast. Uh, it seems like she really doesn't give a fuck about fighting or training. She just goes in there and just does whatever she can. So I got to go with Lena on that fight. She's probably going to take it more seriously. Daniel Tamor versus Sung Bin Joe. I'll probably go with Daniel Tamor in that fight via decision. Demir had Zovic, had Zovic versus Chris Christos Giagos, Giagos, Giagos. I'm going to go with uh, Demir Hadzovic just because he's one of the ugliest dudes I've ever seen in my entire life. Mark Juan Amirakani versus Chris Fishgold. Fishgold, that's a badass last name, but Amirakani is, you know, he's on another level, dude. I'm going to go with Mark Juan. McQuan. McQuan. Jimmy uh, Manuel versus Al- Alex- Alexander Rockkick. Rock I think this dude's really good, actually. I'm going to go with Alexander. Oh, his name is Alexander, but it's spelled A-L-E-K-S-A-N-D-A-R. Damn, dude. Your hair is, you know, he looks like fucking vanilla ice. And that's kind of annoying. Jimmy Manuel has a glass chin. So I'm going to go with Alexander. Alexander Rakic. Vulcan Ozdemir versus Ayer Latifi. Um, I'm probably going to go with Ozdemir in this fight. I think he's going to knock out Latifi. That's actually tough. I think Latifi has better wrestling and grappling than Volkan. But Volkan, I think he's a lot bigger too. And Alexander Gustafsson versus Anthony Smith. It's a tough fight, dude. Tough, tough fight. I'm probably going to go with Anthony Smith in this one. Um, I know in his last fight against John Jones, he kind of shut down by Jones. and We didn't really get to see what he was capable of, capable of. Even though he did survive five rounds with the GOAT, Anthony Smith has... Oh my God, Lucy! Oh my God! Oh, Lucy has farted, and it smells like it smells like just pure shit. It smells like just shit. It, that's it's. Oh my God, dude! Oh, fuck! I'm not. I'm never gonna have any more animals ever in my entire life, dude. This is. I'm just. Kidding. I love animals. I'm always gonna have something. All right. Oh fuck, dude! It stinks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Anthony Smith. I'm thinking he's going to beat Gustafsson via submission. And that's it, dude. That's my picks. By the way, the the last three fights on the card, on the main card, are all light heavyweight. Alex, Volkan, and Jimmy. And I said this on the MMA Roasted podcast. It seems like these guys fight together on the same card every single time. I feel like whenever we see Volcan, we always see Jimmy. Whenever we see Alex, we always see Jimmy or Volcan. It's like, what the fuck, dude? There was the UFC like, oh, shit, we haven't had 205 uh, uh, contender fights in a long time. Uh, fuck, let's just put them all on the same card. Why not do a big-ass, like, tournament between all these motherfuckers, huh? Like Bellator's doing. That would make a lot of sense. I think whenever there's a vacant vacant belt, there should always be a big-ass tournament. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. UFC doesn't seem to like tournaments for some reason. The UFC has been fucking up a lot lately. Just with ESPN Plus and the bullshit. By the way, when I go and look at, like, the UFC's website, and I see, like, on the day of the fight, the post they make where it shows the entire card, it doesn't show, like, the pre-preliminary fights. There's always, like, two fights 
before they go into the regular prelims and the fights are either on like Fight Pass or whatever. And now they don't even like post those fights. Every, they just say everything is on ESPN Plus. Just go to ESPN Plus. I go to ESPN Plus at three o'clock when they say the fights are starting. And then I check my phone and I see that there have already been two fights that have occurred. So I'm like, what the fuck? Are they showing these on Fight Pass? Are these two fights always going to be on Fight Pass or what? The streaming websites that I use don't show those fights. It's always It always starts at 3. But there, there's always somehow fights that occur before. And it's very, very frustrating and confusing. Also, this is annoying. The prelims that they show on ESPN Plus. Um, well, there's prelims on ESPN Plus and then the main card will be on like ESPN or something like that. What they do is like they don't tell you to switch to ESPN. They just keep talking. They go to like the panel and they talk, and then you look like um, the panel that takes place inside the um, arena inside, and there you see the fights happening in the background, all that shit. When it's normally like Bisbing and whoever the fuck else, Brian Fitzgerald, those guys. It'll show them talking, and then you look on the big screen behind them, and you see that there's a fight going on behind them, like right now. It's like, what the fuck? Who's fighting? This happened to me in the BJ Penn fight. I was watching ESPN Plus. The final fight of the prelims happened. And now they cut to the panel in the arena. And they're just talking. And I'm like, damn, they've been talking for like 15 minutes, dude. When are they going to go to the next fight? Hey, I see a fight happening in the background on the big screen. I'm like, what What the fuck? Is there a fight happening right now that they're not even showing? What the fuck? And so I look and I see that BJ Penn is fighting Clay Guida. I'm like, why Why am I watching this stupid-ass panel when that could be watching the fight? I didn't know I was supposed to change. I just assumed everything was on ESPN+. Plus. So that's very frustrating. That's very, very, very frustrating and stupid. A lot of stupid shit in this podcast episode. I'm sorry, guys. But, you know, all this stuff builds up in my head over time. And I just got to get it out on the podcast. And I'm glad you guys are here listening along. But that will be it. For this episode, unfortunately, covered the fights. I'll go into more detail on these fights next week since it is fight week. And also, I'm going to be opening up a new feed for the Paranormal Hour. Um, I just think instead of like constantly remaking my podcast on the same feed, which can be frustrating for people to understand. It's frustrating for me. It's frustrating for everything and everybody involved. Instead of that, I'm going to open up a new RSS feed, um, which means it's going to be an entirely separate... Lucy, stop snoring, goddammit! It's going to be entirely, an entirely separate podcast than this one. So I'm going to be doing both these podcasts. Paranormal Hour is going to be a more heavily, heavily produced and edited podcast. There's going to be clips and sound bites and um, just sound effects and cool stuff like that. Some cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. I like that. Um... So it's going to be its own feed. And since it takes so long to write those episodes and produce them, edit them, and make them, it's probably not going to be a weekly podcast. There might be a few a month. Maybe it might be bi-weekly just because it takes so, so long to make those episodes. I'm also going to create a Patreon account to where you guys can go donate uh, to... Uh, Ween Dog. I'll have separate private podcast episodes and videos up there for the Patre- Patreons. I'm not going to have some crazy thing where I'm going to ask you guys to I'm not, I'm not going to have these crazy tiers where, alright, $5 uh, subscribers, you know, we get this. $10, you get this. Fucking 20 100 you guys get this. I'm going to come suck your dick and I'm going to let you fuck my ass and finger my ass and 
suck my cock. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just, I don't even wanna really charge anybody much. I would just want you guys to just pay what you want. I don't give a fuck if you pay me 50 cents or 50 bucks. You know, I would gladly, gladly much more appreciate the latter. But it is what it is. I'm not too greedy. I don't want a lot of money. But it, it does feel good to know that people care about you enough to financially support you. You know, I'm look, I'm basically looking for a sugar daddy. And if you're out there, you know, you want some you want some videos of me finger blasting my ass, go for it. You know, hit me up on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, at the ween dog. I don't do none of that shit for free. I'm not going to send you a finger blast video for free. If you want me to, you don't want, if you want to like pay pay for my college or some shit you want to just donate to my college fund you want to buy me some riot points for league of legends um yeah just you know hit me up and you know you might get a finger blast uh video or whatever maybe i'll include that for my hundred dollar patrons 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 you, if you donate a hundred bucks then you know you get a finger blast of videos so that's pretty much it dude go follow me on instagram at the ween dog follow me on twitter at the ween dog uh could if you have league of legends you can add me on league of legends i think my league name is just the sausage it's the space sausage exactly how it sounds um nothing gay there no no ain't nothing gay no big deal you know i'm not like that i'm not you know i don't go that way but for sure if you want a finger blast video you know hit me up i got paypal whatever you want dude you know won't try it out try it out all right so that's it for the episode Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you savages. And thank you for all the positive support, positive energy, positive vibes. I will talk to y'all later. Have a good one. My name is Ween Dog, and this is No Big Deal. Mm-hmm.